You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, Avoid for round nine. I'm your host TK. Now, we're going to be covering a whole heap of players, but making his debut on Buy, Hold, Sell tonight is Josh Corby. Corbs, g'day mate, it's good to see you on a Wednesday. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. mate. I've, uh, I've, I've missed a few. I've just been a, a listener from afar for the last few pods. Before I ask you a question of who's your favourite NRL fantasy player of all time, I think you want to deliver a message. Yeah, there's been a lot of chat recently from one uh, Andrew Burden about me being, I don't know where, the, Cooper Johns, he's trying to call me. <laughs> and I'm not going to cop that from a bloke that struggles to make the top 20,000 in his two years in playing fantasy. <laughs> so shut your lips, Andy. <laughs> I love it. And while we stick with you, who's your favourite er- ever NRL fantasy player, Corby? Oh, I, I, favourite NRL fantasy ever. I'd have to go with Gal as well. I thought you meant NRL player. Oh, you, mate, yeah, if, if, it's, if it's better, go. Who's your favourite NRL player of all time? Well, a current is Pappenhausen. I just love him. He's electric. And I sort of stick with the theme. I've gone a little bit. Uh, out there all time yeah. with the uh, Chop Mundine Blacklock duo. Oh, yeah. The Entertainers and the Dragons, um, as a Dragon supporter, those two ticked a lot of boxes. So, yeah, the, the entertaining players are the ones that I love watching. Yeah, I'll tick that. Now, also introducing Sh- Tim Shooter Ballantyne. And Shoots, who's your favourite NRL player of all time? Oh, it's got to be Manu Vatu by A. Oh, God, I don't even want to know why. He's <laughs> oh, he like the greatest winger of all time. Yeah, he was pretty good in his heyday. Hopefully, he's doing okay. <laughs> Hopefully, he's listening to us. He's got a roof over his head. I know that. Yeah, it depends if he's got uh, technology permission at the moment. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we'll be covering Cody Walker, Ruben Cotter, Josh Jackson, Adam Elliott, Scott Drinkwater. Dajon Azzi, Mitchell Moses, Angus Crichton, David Clemmer, Apicorosau, Nick Meany, and Isaiah Tass. So what I'll usually do, I usually put up a little thread on Monday on the Facebook, and usually you guys can pick who you want. So that's how we kind of be doing it at the moment. Talking League comps, they're out now, so just head over to the Facebook page as well. Wednesday and Thursday, 12 p.m. New South Wales time. You can win free NFT cards courtesy of a Game Day Squad or the Talking League t-shirts courtesy of a Rugby League merch. But boys, let's rip in. Shooter, we'll start with you now. We've got a bit of a gun, and he's returning to a little bit of form. We're talking about Cody Walker, 478K. He's got a break-even of only 11. A little bit of interest in him now, 5% owner. But what's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? I think if you had the trades up your sleeve, you could um, almost probably cash down to him from like Schneider or something. Yep. It'd be a slight cash down. Um, I'm still not... 100% 100% sure what he's going to do. If you don't have much trades, I wouldn't touch him. So if you don't have many trades, he's in a void. But if you've got a few trades up your sleeves, uh, I would give him a go because he's got the pedigree. Yep. 
I think so as well. We covered him last night, and I'm I'm pretty hot on him. I just need to see him once more against 13 men. But Corbs, moving to you, the flat track bully Mitchell Moses. Now he's in a huge contest this week against the Panthers, but made a little bit of cash. We both had him at the start of the year, 753k. I still got him. Break even of 71, 11 still believing in him. But what's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? I'm saying sell. I actually sold him, and then he came out and got a pretty good score, but. Um, I was pretty happy at the time because it was for Cleary. Yeah, you mentioned the break evens pretty high. He was always in for that good run to start with, uh, and I don't think you're ever going to get rid of him. So most people, I feel like they've got bigger spot fires if they're not getting rid of him this round. Yep. I don't think he's going to make any more money. I can't th- see him. His price is average of 54, so I just don't think, what are you holding for? More points. He's not going to get more points against these next few teams. Um Para, I don't know. There's there's a talk of the bounce back, but Penrith haven't got out of second gear either, so they could be they could really get themselves up for this one as well. Yeah, he's done what he's needed. Runs over, pun him. Nice. Now, shooter, one of the fan favourites of the podcast is Ruben Cotter, sexy man with a sexy mo and also that haircut. Kind of reminds me of yourself, actually, mate. But yeah. Look at, look at it, that mullet. Now, Ruben's at 642k, break even of 36. A few people jumping on now, close to 7% owner. But your thoughts, buy, hold, sell, or avoid? Um, avoid him because he was a uh, pod for me, so I don't want anyone else picking him up. <laughs> <laughs> or he's a, I reckon he's a boy. Eh? If, he, if he's going to, you could, I don't know if you'd want to wait a week to watch to see if he gets like big minutes again. But he almost scores at one ppm, so um, I, I think he fits in nicely in those mids. He's got the mid hooker jewel. I've got him playing as my uh, first choice hooker. Yep. And um, if he can keep pumping out eighty, which I think he is very capable of, um, he will be a must have. Shooter, I'm petrified that he's going to go to Origin. Thoughts? Yeah, I am too. And because Queensland have got such a terrible uh, selection of players to pick from. Who else are they going to... He's like the best Queensland player there is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he's kind of ticks all those boxes in terms of ripping in. Yeah, he's way better than Cameron Munster and like David Cherry Evans and that. <laughs> You're having a shocker. Now, Corbs, your next guy. And it's someone that you wrote a bit of a narrative around, and it's Nick Meany. In the off-season, you were very high on this guy. 442K. He's a guy I feel going under the radar. Break-even of four, 1% owner. Thoughts now? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? Yeah, Priced at that 32, the breaking of four, it, it's a big risk. He's always been a pretty busy worker, even when he was at the doggies. And that's how I sort of wrote my narrative. I, I sort of thought if he did get his shot, and then he looked like he had the 14 role, it was a Remia maybe before him. Yep. And he looked like he was down in the pecking order. Because if he was ever going to get that starting spot on the wing, you know that the attacking stats are going to be there, no matter what, with that Melbourne Storm team. And the last few weeks, he got two tries for 45, and I was like, yeah, nothing special, but then got one try for 62. He probably got flattered a little bit with eight tackle breaks, which is a bit of an outlier. He had an earlier game in the season with four tackle breaks, but that's yep. a bit unusual for him because he hasn't got a massive frame. But he's a, he's probably going to be one that's going to be targeted a bit more with, their, um, with the kicking in the back three because Pappy and Coates are sort of probably more threats. Yeah. So that's going to give him a few more run meters in his kit bag. The, yeah, the risk, because he had a 10-11 rounds four and five. So that's what makes me maybe think that I'm not right in the in the little narrative. 
He's a risky one. I, like if I was some like Andy who's ranked forty thousand and needs to try <laughs> something, I, I might do it. But if you're sitting pretty, I don't think you need to. No, it's not like it. <laughs> now, Shooter, your next guy, and we're talking uh, probably the most talked about guy this week is Adam Elliott at 399k, break even to 10. Starts at hooker this week and a 3% owner. What's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of people are going to jump on him this week. I think he's got that pedigree. He's like a when he's got decent minutes, he scores decent in fantasy. Yep. Um, I think he averages at like something like 40 for a for lot where he seems to go after his little stint at hooker. So um, I think he's got plenty of base here and he's got a bit of attacking stats in him too to, to sort of inflate his scores. I think if he can, um, it might be a bit of a risky one. I don't know what they're going to do with Starling, but um, like I was saying just before the show that uh, Starling doesn't seem to have the, the game control. I don't know if Adam Elliott would have the game control either, but they're, mm. they're trying something. Um, and Starling's always good as that sort of impact hooker. So I, I think if Elliot can hold on to a spot, well, for sure. Nice. I would have thought actually at the start of the season he would be like starting second row almost because he was like one of the best edges in the NRL last year and until he um, ran off with old Morgan Boyle's sister. <laughs> <laughs> I like this pick. It's definitely my buy of the week. Now, Corbs, we're going to look at a guy that lives in your hometown. David Clemmer. Now, he's actually returned to a little bit of form, getting plenty of minutes, 686K, a break-even only of 31 this week, and only a 1% on it. Maybe a pot in the potential, but thoughts, buy, hold, sell, or avoid? Yeah, he is a pot, but I'm saying no, just because I think there's better options for what his price tag is mm. at. Like, you can pick up a Crichton for nearly 50K less. Yep. And, and they're both not playing the round 13. I know that Crichton, there's a bit of talk that he's going to be probably pick if he does get picked he's definitely getting bench i don't think he's going to be playing big enough minutes to warrant resting him when he does play i'm seriously i know i sent through my trades to you today always getting a bit of feedback but I, I, the more i sort of and i'm going to do a little spill on Crichton soon the more i look at him he's just yeah he's only got that one good game in him but he you just know what he's going to do and passes sort of at his peak He's got a couple of good forwards back mm. that could hurt his rotation and his minutes, which that's why Hass goes so well. He plays those big minutes. Yeah, uh, with Clemmer, I just think there's better. Like Jackson and Lolo are also other good options that do play round 13. They're a little bit more hexy. Yep. But <laughs> I would avoid all Knights players, except for those that you have that still need a little bit more coin to make, but I wouldn't be going near him. How many Knights have you got left, Corbs? Uh, I'll just have a quick look. Shooter, how many do you have left? Oh, I don't think I have any. Yeah, I'm, I've got I'm totally the clean. Last of mine this week, probably. Yeah, that's the just same as me. Just going in there now, I've got... Nah, they're all gone. They're oh. all gone this week. Jones was the last one to get rid of. I went a little early on Randall. If I did have Randall, I'd probably hold on him just because it looks like he's going to get an 80-minute hooker roll for a little bit. But, yeah, they're all gone now, which I'm pretty happy about. Nice. Clearing the decks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to go to a quick break, and then we'll be back for the final six. All right, guys, we're back, and let's rip in Shooter, your next guy. And we've been talking a little bit about him between me, you, and Kyle in, the, in our group chat. It's Josh Jackson I want to talk to you about. He's at 658K, returns from COVID this week with a break-even of 34, and he's still under 2% owner. But into round 13, what's your, what's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? I think he's a buy to sort of round out that um, gun sort of mid-edge 
that you that you want. I, I got him two weeks the week before he got COVID, so I was a bit bit gutted that he got COVID last week. But um, no, I think I think he's a boy. Like the last three scores: fifty three, fifty two, and sixty three. And he like does it so effort, effortlessly. Yeah, he, like it's a lot of effort, but he looks. It's got good base. He just tackles all day. He just doesn't look like tired, that. does he? That's I nah, think that's what but, you're trying to say. But yeah, he's, he's like fit like myself, and he he does uh, <laughs> quite, quite a bit of running. He like does run. He might flick a little offload. He look. He'll be good for a try soon. That'll bump him up a little bit. He won't get picked for Origin, which is criminal. But um, yeah, I think he's a buy. Nice, I like it. Now, Corb's that guy you talked about, Angus Crichton. So cheap, 619k. He's a bit of a falling gun out of form, though. But break-even of only 35 this week. Plenty of jumped on again. 7% owner. Buy, hold, seller, avoid. I'm saying buy. He seems to have his spot back now. And last week, we talked about the lack of attacking stats. There was a couple that popped back up. Mm. He had his... Uh, where are we looking here? He had his line break assist, two tackle breaks, two offloads, um, two offloads to hand. He's, all his errors and things were out. He, his metres were a season high, 135 metres gained. Tackles were, oh, so they were sort of, he's been sort of tackling a lot more. I didn't watch too closely because I was, um, where, when did the Roosters play? Saturday night. So, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I didn't see a Must lot have been of good if he, you don't have. Going, <laughs> must have been good if you don't have yeah, any memory. Might have had, might have had <laughs> was he going into the into defend a little bit more? Because even his tackles have uh, increased quite a bit, but I think that's probably due to him just playing the 80 minutes. That's probably why. I've just answered my own question. Don't worry, play on. But all those other stats are starting to tick their boxes. With his break even being so low, um, I just think this is where you're going to get him at his cheapest. And... I think in no time at all, he'll be back up to that 700 plus, yep. 750K price, where he's going to just hover at for the rest of the year. And I think he's going to be looking at that mid-50s sort of average. Um, we keep harping on about it, but the Roosters have got to start firing, and he, he's a big part of it. So if he's he sort of seemed on his way on the weekend. Yeah. Corbs, how much impact do you reckon him switching edges has had on him? I reckon there'd be a little bit of an adjustment and like working with the half that you had because he was used to working with Kiri for a fairly long time and then he switched over to the other side, did he not? Yeah, and then he was working with Sam Walker for a bit as well. So it's just very yeah. interesting. Just I, I do think it has impacted him. Well, and he also too, when he was on that right edge, he had Manu outside him. So that's going to take a lot of the focus of the defence as well and allow him that one-on-one um, which, you know, he's going to be pretty good in getting over the top of anyone one and one Yeah, for sure. Now, Shooter, let's move on to one of your warriors, Dejan Azzi. Now, he's a lone player for the rest of the season, 316K, break even of 14, but starting in the sixth jersey next to Sean Johnson, 1% owner. But thoughts, buy, hold, sell, or avoid? Uh, I've been, I was looking at him as like a bit of a cash out personally. Um I don't know. I honestly don't know. Eh? He he might be a nice little cashier. I think he will, will possibly stay in the team um, once Chanel Harris Devita comes back. As the Oregon Arcee might go centre. Yeah. Um, his um, stock certainly risen with news that Cody's probably leaving. And um, yeah, I don't know. He look he looks a pretty good player. There's always been big reps on him at the Cowboys and that. 
He looked pretty good in the preseason. Mate, what's um, what's you know that man you just brought up, Cody Nicarima? Any news from the Warriors? Because why isn't he playing? I, no, he had COVID last week or the week before, and then I don't know. I think he's been out of favour for a bit from the things I see, but you don't see see too much about him. Because mm, it is unusual that they'll loan a player when they've got you know a guy that's on a, a fair chunk of money, and actually last year Cody actually played quite well. Yeah, there, there was also talk last, mid, like mid last season, that he was going to leave mid season, and mm. then he and he was going, he was going, he was going, and then he signed his player option for this year. Yeah, got you. Um, so I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if he's at the Dolphins next year. That's for sure. Yeah, that's probably a good tip off. Now, Corbs, Happy Coruscant. He's a, he's another guy that's kind of great start to the season, but kind of dipped away and losing minutes over the last few weeks. Five hundred ninety five k now, break even of fifty eight. So that's rising. Still owned by 6%, but give me your thoughts. Buy, hold, sell, or avoid. Owned by 6%? Yeah. Jeez. Have they stopped playing? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. He's a massive sell. They have the big minute forwards that allow this second hooker. So both hookers also seem to be very good. And even though the, the new guy coming in, Luke, has been killing it, Cleary's been sort of going out of his way to say how good Mitch Kenny's doing in reserve grade as well. And I think the yeah. uh, Reggie's Panthers are doing quite well as well. So, yeah, that even if one goes, the other hooker's going to be there sniffing around anyway for that bench hooker spot, and it's working at the moment. Like the, the thing with Panthers, mm. they're always going to be going quite well. So, you know, like if teams are losing like the Knights, then, you know, you risk of someone getting punted. But these guys are going to keep killing it. In his games, not at 80. He's, he has an average of 42 this year, and his break-even's 54. Yep. So I, I think definite sell. I is, don't know why you had him to start with. Yep. Is it too long? If you've got him now, Corbs, is it, I know you, you put a sell on him. It's literally just too long to round 13, right? Well, I think so, but I also think that they'll probably just continue to keep that second hooker as well. Yeah. It, Fisher-Harris is going to be playing. Eisenhuth. Can, he showed he can play big minutes, and they've got Leota and Lenu, who can easily do that 50-minute stint. Yep. And I, I suppose it, you, you can – it's a bit of a risk because he can play that 13 role just in the lock, but you, you're going to lose. He, he will get down to his sort of 40 price. Yep. And then, yeah, yeah you've, you've lost another 120K for him playing maybe an 80-minute game, but there's no guarantee of that. Yeah, I think they'll they'll save him for the back end. So he could be a nice little cheeky buy in those kind of last six weeks, I think. Yeah, but, big time. But Shooter, last guy for you, and it's a guy that's really caught my eye over the last kind of month, and it's Scott Drinkwater. He's absolutely killing it. A huge amount of X-Factor up there in the Cowboys. 601K is a jewel as path and wing fullback. Break even of 36, under 3% owner. Thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? I think he is a buy. I wish I got him that first week he played the Warriors. Um, I, I thought about it and I thought, oh, I don't know what's going to happen with the hammer. Like, why isn't drink water starting from the start of the season? The Cowboys, mm. like the Cowboys, are going pretty well, but this season could have been a lot more, a lot even better than it is now. Um, he has scored sixty-two, a twenty-nine, a fifty, and a fifty-three. Um, he scored three tries, so he likes a try. He just looks so good around the ball in that as well. I'd yeah. love him at the Warriors, but. Yeah, I think it's buy. I think I think he'd be a nice little pod. 
Yeah, I think so as well. He's got that jewel as well, which is really, really cool. All right, another one of these kind of buy-down options here, Corbs, to finish. Isaiah Tuss. He's made a couple of really good games in his first two games of NRL. Now, he's at 280K. He's got a negative break-even of seven this week. Plenty of people have jumped on 11% owner. Thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, or avoid? I reckon Tuss is very similar to what Shooter was saying. He you could be in three weeks' time going, geez, I wish I jumped on him because yeah. there's just that little bit of uncertainty with his position. I, I, I had written down I'd like to see one more game before I jumped in just to sort of see if he did. If he went well again, you would think he'd nearly have to take because his two games have been quite well. Yep. And that ticks the box of the old 3 date rule that TK loves to um loves to get going. There's been, yeah, a few like this, though. Suwali, Taff, Billy Smith where we get drawn in from that good score and we go a bit early and they just seem to be sitting down there doing nothing. I think Suwali will probably do a little bit better, but Taff and the old ghost Billy Smith, <laughs> uh, they, they seem to be annoying me. If he's the only downgrade that you can afford to upgrade, that might be my exception, but otherwise I'd hold off and just wait a week. Perfect. All right, Corbs, let's finish with Snakes Takes because you've been on five of the last three weeks since it's this introduction. What have you got the punt- for the punters for captaincy options for round to nine? Well, we know Cleary, but for all the non-Cleary owners, my order would be a lot of people are saying Hines, but I reckon the other big one will be DCE who will enjoy having Turbo back. Um, so if there's anyone still holding the DCE, I would be going him and the Hines, sorry, Shooter, um, against the old Warriors. That could be a bit of a blowout. Um, oh, otherwise, they're yeah, the Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, go, I'd actually go Talakai versus the Warriors as captain because he's going to score like 200 points. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I bought him in last week, Shooter. It was either him or Hastings, and I just got a bit greedy, and I knew it was going to happen. I was like, he's either going to go big or just going <laughs> to hurt me. You cursed it. Who's playing <laughs> Who's playing right centre for the Warriors now that Jesse Arthur's out shoots? I, I think Barry's gone to the right. Who was a good defensive um, defensive centre? Yeah, but big he, body. He didn't, look, he didn't look very good on the left, though. Jesus. Yeah, but um, he also has Sean Johnson that he can palm off like six points. <laughs> I might, I might go, I might go by Talakai now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a big score, I'm guessing. Anyway, the Warriors will win, of course, but Talakai will, will score, will score a lot of tackle breaks. <laughs> big time. All right, gents, really appreciate your thoughts tonight. Corbs go well, and any final messages for Andy there? Yeah, I just want to know how's it going up in the fifty thousand k ranking. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, pretty good down here in the top thousand. <laughs> and Timmy, good to get your thoughts, man. Any final words from from the man himself? Oh, just don't use all your trades. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> therapy, therapy, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys, don't use all your trades. Andy, get out of the top five fifty thousand. And ladies and gentlemen, have a really good round. I'll be back tomorrow with some live Q and A. I'll let you know what time that is. Probably around seven ish. But for now, have a good night.